Let's do this. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Tiaza. We're back for our second episode. How does that feel, Tiaza? Weird. I didn't know if we'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. The follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, for our listeners, we make a little makeshift recording studio. I just posted about it on TikTok, but I find it really funny. We don't have like a soundproof room or, or anything. a good mic or anything. No, so this is very amateur, but we kind of basically have... I can only describe it as like a pillow fort. It's a pillow fort. But it's kind of romantic. I know. We need to find that sound from uh, Princess Diaries. Which one? The one where they're in the little shack and he's like, it's kind of romantic in here. Me and you in the shack. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's cute though. I mean, I think I'm going to enjoy doing this every Sunday. It's nice to just sit and chat, you know, like meaningful time. Yeah. So do you want to get started? Absolutely. So um, I believe we spoke about this last week, but we are currently going to be reviewing movies, TV shows, and books that we've read that feature gay characters or LGBTQIA plus characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just start off strong. I want to go movies first. Yeah, they're um, probably more seen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how well this one, the first one I want to talk about is, it's called The Half of It. We saw I it on Netflix. I love The Half of It. Yes, I feel like we have to start off with that one so I can say nice things. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I really loved it. I thought it was a very well thought out, very cute, beautifully executed movie. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah, I, I'll just ditto that. I thought it was a really good movie. I think we've watched it like three times now. Yes. And I'm not one to rewatch movies or anything. Oh, I am. I, it's one of my comfort movies. Yeah. So, sorry, in the half of it, I feel like what I really appreciated about it is it felt very authentic, and it almost centered more on friendships than romance, but it still felt very true to, like, the gay experience of being a high schooler. Yeah. And we're going to try really hard not to do spoilers in case anybody has not seen these, but to be able to review them, we will probably be saying at least some things about them, so... Yeah, so... I'm going to try my best. I think the important thing to note, especially with um, a couple of them we're going to be mentioning, is I almost wish someone would have spoiled some of these for me, especially yeah, when it comes little. to like queer trauma. A lot of them, I mean, I'm thinking of one in particular. We'll talk about it pretty soon. It kind of pitched itself as a comedy just or a romance. <laughs> oh, a segue. Yeah, just segue. We're okay. already there. So um, I'm particularly going to call out Love, Simon. It was a fantastic film. What I don't love is that in the like trailer in the trailer and all of the hype around it it centered around like teenage gay romance but when i watched it it seemed like teenage gay trauma Mm -hmm. like there was a particularly this is i guess this is a uh like a more of a trigger warning i think than a spoiler but there is a scene where a kid gets outed and i wish that they would have mentioned that in like all the hype around it yeah, we weren't ready for it in the movie theater, but like it was still a really good movie. It was still very cute. It had a good ending. Oh yeah, I would but... have still watched it if I knew what I was getting into, but I wasn't expecting that when I saw it. Yeah, I feel differently about Love Victor, even though it's a similar concept. Because I had seen Love Simon, I knew what I was signing up for. I knew what you I was were expecting it to happen again. <laughs> yeah, and I really I did, did like it Love happen Victor. again in that one. Well, no, he wasn't outed. Well, now I'm spoiling it. He wasn't outed, but there was a lot of centering around, like, family tension around gay relationships. Yeah, which is, you know, relatable. Yeah, especially when it comes to religion. We were both raised Mormon, so we definitely have that in our past. Yeah. Um, but 
What would you give those out of, like, a five-star rating? Mm. The half of it gets a five out of five. Yeah. I, <laughs> for what it is, I would love to see a second, the half of it, where it focuses more on, like, romance. I always love to see, like, gay love, but mm-hmm. that's not really what it was meant to be. I feel like it was more of a coming-of-age movie, and for that, I think it did perfect. Yeah. I would give it a five out of five. I yeah. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. But Love, um, Simon, if I would have... When I rewatch it now, I would give it a four out of five. But when I first saw it, I definitely did feel, I didn't feel very seen or protected watching that movie. Yeah. I probably, because my experiences are a little bit different than yours, probably would at least give it a four out of five. Yeah. And I but, think I would now. Yeah. Now that I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one that we, Love Victor? Yeah. Uh, probably the same as Love, Simon. I'd, I like that one more, actually. Yeah. I think it, for, especially as a TV show, I thought that was really fun. I really liked it a lot, actually. I'd probably give it a four and a half. Okay. Awesome. All right, let's move on to, ooh, one that we are not a huge fan of. Uh, might be a little controversial, but... Hot take. The Happiest <laughs> Season. We were not super happy with that I was definitely movie. not the happiest watching that movie. I mean, we love Kristen Stewart. Uh, She's amazing. I love Kristen Stewart. I, I like her, too. Yeah, but Thank I have you. a big, fat crush on her. I know. You do. She's so sexy. <laughs> um, and, oh, I am totally blanking on her name, but she was in... Um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I can't remember her name, either. I love her. That actress is phenomenal. Yeah. But I th- I will, like, want to mm-hmm. spoil everything because I want to say why I didn't like it. But I feel like if I say why I don't like it, it gives away too much. But maybe not. So I'm going to say this very vague. I had a similar issue with The Happiest Season as I did with Love, Simon. And the fact that it pitched itself as kind of a rom-com. Especially yeah, a I was thinking like a... Lighthearted Hallmark movie. Yeah, yeah. Hallmark. I was thinking it was going to be more hallmark No, very much not. Lots of, again, like family grievances, um, lots of queer trauma. Kind of pushing somebody back into the closet, which is really... Yeah. It wasn't super fun to watch. I, I think it felt, felt childish. To me, it felt like straight people wanted to have like the oh my god, like the gasp moment around mm-hmm. like there's a gay instead of like <laughs> queer people writing it in a way that feels relatable. Yeah. Cause it felt I don't know, how would you explain that? Like so I don't think that the, the people that ended up together should have ended yeah. up together. So that's a personal problem, though. I think that we had our own opinion, and I'm always miffed when there's, like, a love triangle and the two I don't like end up together. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think that was my biggest problem. I think my problem was is we were watching somebody who was supposed to be mid-20s, mid-30s yeah. act like a 15-year-old. And yeah, so they I were think acting they were very emotionally high school. Regressed. <laughs> yeah, it almost felt like... I really feel like if they did this one as, like early college kids like if they were supposed to be like 18 years old i would be like okay yeah that would make more sense but like they were supposed to be like adults adults. that were had their own lives a surgeon or a doctor like they were like old people i'd have to rewatch that i don't remember what they're i don't know if i want to rewatch it oh no i don't know if i want to but i'm just saying but so that's my beef with the happiest season i would love to see more queer people collaborate on a movie like that. I'd love to see a holiday Mm rom-com. And I'm not saying we can't talk about queer stories where there are negative impacts of it. I think that's really powerful, especially to straight viewers, to understand and have empathy. Yeah, but because it was, like, broadcast as, like, this happy-go-lucky holiday show, it felt very off. They just missed the mark. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably give it, like, a 
two. I'm giving it a I three get, because yeah. I love yeah, Kristen Stewart. Like I have a big fat crush on her, so I'll give her. I'll give it a three out of five. Okay. But again, I think it had potential to be a solid five out of five. I, th- I think it definitely could have been if they would have consulted on some queers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to the next one? Sure. Okay. Uh, it's called The Fallout. We watched this one pretty recently. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. It is? This is the... It's about a school shooting, so I will share that. Yeah. But That's it doesn't, like, show... A spoiler. Yeah, it's, like, in the first, probably... I would say probably, like, the first five minutes only, yeah. really. So, I am going to preface this. I have a really, really weak stomach when it comes to gore, violence. Like, even heavy action can stress me out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way about this. It felt like it was almost filmed like a documentary, documentary style, which was interesting to me, just like the way the camera angles were and like the conversations that they had. That might yeah. not, that might have been just my opinion, but I feel like it almost felt very real. Like it felt kind of awkward, kind of like teenage. I loved it. I mean, they're in high school. So yeah, I thought that perfect. went really well. And then it was just focusing more on the relationships with the people that had to go through with that. Yes. Um, and there are it felt like a long movie, though. I don't know if it was it w- truly it a, a long. long movie, but it felt like I watched it for ages, which isn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good. I feel like that's how you would feel, though, trying to navigate yeah. that situation. I think whoever directed that was a pretty good storyteller to kind of make you kind of process it with them. Mm-hmm. So it was good. And I, I did love the representation. I think that it was very honest. It felt very honest, very, yeah. like, open. And I still thought it was really cute. and Definitely. Everything. So, like... It was a little bit like hard, like heavy, but, but they like, pitched it that way. I know, I, I but it was pitched that. like that. Yeah, so like you knew exactly what you were going into, and I think that they followed through with it really. I would definitely well. recommend. I'd say probably four stars, just because I don't typically lean towards that kind of content. Mm-hmm. But I loved the way that it was executed. Yeah, I would probably give it the same. I yeah, think that's a good score. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my opinion though. Okay. Other people who like heavier content might love that movie. It might be someone's favorite. Well, yeah, like, all of this is subjective. This is <laughs> our perspective, and we might have different views than a well, lot of people. Well, I guarantee but... my opinion on Love, Simon is going to make some people disagree with me, but it's just about context. It's about my life experience. It's about Yeah, it's going to be different for perspective each person. Completely. So, well, What's let's... Next? The next one is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Ooh, I love this one. It's a Hot French take. film? Yeah, it's all in French. It Tia's was, is first international yeah, film she's I watched. I hadn't watched an international film before, and I had, you know, the subtitles on the whole time, which yes. is hard for me because I'm a little bit of a slow reader. But by the end, I, I think the way that it was, like, executed, I by the end I felt like I was hearing the words instead of reading them because I was so, like, invested, invested in the show. I love the characters. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Like, both women are just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I feel like it was really, like... Artful? Yes, Artfully it was very... Together. Yes, and, like, I want to say, like, body positive? Is yes. that the right word okay, for and, it? And so I, I actually think it's more just that Europeans don't give a single fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I swear? Did we decide if we're swearing on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Why not? We well, already have, so... I, I love French people because um, I feel like nudity is just different in America, especially growing up in Utah. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really nice. That it was just kind of... Normal. normal it wasn't like some of the scenes when it wasn't just like sex scenes either it was, it was just like, like normalized and it was actually quite 
Yeah, so there's everybody's uh, warning if they choose to watch it. I think it's an R-rated film. It has I, to It be. might be. I can't actually remember. <laughs> I mean, but it was done so beautifully. I think the cinematography was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The storyline was beautiful and heartbreaking and, and everything yeah. in between. Beautiful and sad. and. But really well made. Definitely 5 out of 5 for me. Yeah, I would say 5 out of 5. But I do think that there needs to be like a slight trigger, not trigger warning, but a... There is on the movie. When you click it, it says drug use. Okay. Okay. I know what scene you're talking about. It does yeah. say drug use. On um, I believe that one just made me like me personally slightly like it wasn't bad. It just it's made me cringy. feel a little cringe, but like it was totally fine. Again, so. I think they tried to make it feel really we- real, and part of like falling in love does feel kind of awkward. So that didn't yeah. bother me. Like no, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, people have different things that bother them though. So yeah, speaking of um. Oh, we're not on TV shows. I was going to say, speaking of drug use, we haven't watched this yet. We can jump over to it. We've already done uh, Love, Victor, which is a TV show. Yeah, so we haven't watched this one entirely yet. We're only on, like, the third episode. And it's hard for me because of Euphoria. So a lot of people love Euphoria. I am going to stick through this because, again, I have a big fat crush on Zendaya. I love her (laughs) so much. I'm going to stick through this because I hear it's really good. But the drug use... In detail, is showing very, is hard for me. Yes, it, it is very a lot. Talk. So, like, you do have to be ready for... Heavy. A lot of heavy. It's very, almost continuously pretty heavy through the whole but, thing. But, I mean, and some people might not love that I do this, but I feel like it usually builds up and you can skip scenes. Scenes. I've skipped a few scenes yes. already. There is also a lot of... Nudity. Nudity. And for me, male nudity is especially well, hard, but... I think what's hard, too, is that some of the content doesn't feel like sex scenes it almost feels um like non-consensual and that feels uncomfortable for me yes. it's hard to watch that those scenes so i skip those yeah but we're trying we're trying i've heard euphoria is great i've heard I a lot of the good trans things, girl but... in it she seems absolutely amazing i really like that character so far mm-hmm. um but i haven't gotten very far we're on like episode three so my yeah. opinions may shift the more yeah. i watch but it is so far there's a lot of drug use there's yes. a decent amount of violence already that's hard for me um Graphic but, drug use, not just you You understand they're having doing drugs, you see them doing drugs. Yeah, but other than that, I feel like the acting in it is done really well. And like, I it's definitely Zendaya. put together well. <laughs> I love Zendaya, so yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick through it. Yeah, so, so far, I would probably give it a two or a three, just because I feel a little bit weird, but, like, I am enjoying from it. From my perspective, from my seat, where I, again, I am very... I, I like mild media, I don't really like super graphic content of mm-hmm. really any... Yeah. variety so so we'll have to see what happens Ooh. later on you know what's not on our list hmm? um the demi lovato documentary oh, oh my god i love that one it was that. so cool to watch their journey and their experience and i feel like that one i again i would like to probably tell everyone who's listening if they are subject to um self-harm eating disorder um any kind of drug use abuse there's lots of trigger warnings i'd give for that but i think they talk about it very tastefully in a way that i wasn't uncomfortable listening to demi's story so yeah it was good yeah i love that one it was very well done it was very easy to follow and watch the whole thing very well made (laughs) yeah so that's another queer recommendation i love that one yeah i totally forgot about that one me too (laughs) all right let's move on to the prom another flop I mean, yeah, I like. I think that it could have done good, but, like... I literally forgot about it. it when we of... were researching this episode, I was Googling, like, uh, LGBT movies, and it came up, and, like, I forgot we even watched that. Yeah. But it... I feel like it had a lot of good potential, and, like, yeah. there were, like, 
parts that were like oh that was that was moving that was good but oh, yeah. a lot of it was kind of just like cringy and so the word i would embarrassing. use is chuggy. it chuggy? felt chuggy. it felt like i bet you some of the elder millennials maybe gen xers who watched it would feel like that's what gay representation feels like but like as a gen z i was like this is it felt not a of lot it, the it right time true. yeah it didn't feel like true to anyone's story but like it was still it was, okay, maybe it was like if you a like moment cheesy, in time. like it, it would be totally fine to watch. It's not yeah, my favorite I can't type, but put my finger on any valid criticism. So I feel bad saying I didn't love it, but that's just unmemorable for me. Yeah, I think one of the criticisms I've heard about it from other people were that they kept casting people that weren't gay in gay roles. Oh, it felt like that. You could you could pal- you could like, like feel it, but yeah. that, I was so that was who probably directed that. It felt like it was probably directed know. by like a straight person and i'm sorry if it wasn't if it was directed by a gay person i that's totally valid your experience <laughs> I'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum i want to just reference that again we're not trying to say people don't love these shows i just feel like there are still so many holes in queer representation in movies that like i'm still gonna keep asking for just a happy-go-lucky rom-com i'm still gonna keep mm-hmm. asking for ooh, you know what i think that this one i don't even know if it's on our list it was um let it snow that oh, was yeah. what the happiest season was trying to do, I feel like. Yeah. It was just a happy, gay holiday movie. I mean, it wasn't fully... Like, it was fo- focused around, like, four or five, yeah. like, characters, and, like, one of them was gay. So, like, it wasn't, like, a full movie I on know. that. But, like, it did have, like, that right feeling. Like, it wasn't, like, the vibes were gay right. trauma or anything. It was yeah. just, I'm gay and in a relationship. Like, I also <laughs> think we do need to tell stories of gay trauma, but I think the way that, like, a lot of documentaries approach that is a lot more impactful and less hypothetical than, like, making all the gay characters in media go yeah. through so much trauma. Yeah. That's my opinion, but I just, I feel like I've grown up on watching, like, I can think of so many wonderful rom-coms that I love so much that have straight characters that don't have any underlying dark storylines. Mm-hmm. And I just want that. I like comfort movies. Yeah. Like, yep. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. But, I mean, that's kind of, like, this. the next one that's on our list, Crush. We watched yes. it last night, and I feel like it was pretty much, like, yep. like there wasn't, like, a coming, like, there, she, like, came out I to like, her mom, but it was so, mom. like, oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Go live your life. <laughs> I actually love that. It kind of was, like, embarrassing, but that was the entire point. Her mom was supposed to be, like, embarrassingly oh, yeah. okay with it. Um, I did like Crush. I think that Crush is what, and I think maybe because I'm also, I, I'm privy to, like, women with women relationships I feel like I liked that more than love Simon um and so I really enjoyed that it was just like a happy kind of teenage like kind of like cringy again like awkward but like a lot of teen romance movies are awkward Mm -hmm. so it felt very true to like the style of movie I really enjoyed that one I'd probably give it a five out of five I'd probably give it just a little bit less because like it wasn't it was very cheesy, but, like... You don't really like teenage, like, romance movies, though. No, they're fine. I just get, like, secondhand embarrassment, like, way too easy. So, like, when they do the big old gesture, yeah. that's, like, nobody would do that. It just people feels People would, super... just not you. I've never seen that in real life. I mean, okay, some people do Prom-posals? things like that. You don't okay. remember promposals at your high school? No, our school is very... Nobody came in with a saxophone and then serenaded somebody on top of their desk? No. That happened literally every single year in my high school. Maybe it's just a small town thing. We didn't have really that sort of thing. Or maybe I just wasn't in the same groups as the people that had that. But we never had that. It was just like, here's a cake that says prom with a question mark. And that was like it. I was like, cool. Yeah, sure. You're funny. (laughs) But I liked that one. What would you rate it then? 
probably like a 3.5. I'm happy to have watched it. I really enjoyed it. No, I it. really liked it. I but... think I feel like because that's what I'm asking of other queer movies, I have to be really excited about the ones that do, I feel like, quote unquote, like, get it right. Like, they yeah. got it right. They just showed, like, like just teenage romance. I think it's cute. Mm-hmm. But I've been on a bit of, like, a cheese spiral, so I've been reading, um, and we'll talk about those in a minute if we have time. I've been reading so many gay books, <laughs> just <laughs> romance novel after romance novel. It has been wonderful. I've just been having the time of my life. You can talk about them now if you want. You're already there. Sure. You want to talk about the one you've been uh, obsessed <laughs> okay. with for the last so couple of days? So it's called um, One Last Stop, and I am still in love with Biju Sue. I have not stopped having a big fat crush on her. I love her so much. <laughs> she got a big fat crush on a lot of people. <laughs> I know. Any butch women, I'm like, yeah, I love it. Um, I don't know. Would you call Kristen Stewart butch? Zendaya's not butch. She's like soft butch, maybe Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. But like, I, I don't think even she's know. more like just grunge. Okay, yeah, I maybe. do need to mention, we'll get to TV shows, but Shane from The L Word is like my... 10 out of 10, biggest crush of all time. Yeah. They're kind of, they kind of fall into the same category, though. Do I have one from the L word? No, is just, what? like, out of all gay media, is there, like, one that you'd love to date? Not yet. You haven't found her? No. That's so sad. I, I <laughs> like a lot of them. They're just, most of them aren't my type, but they're all beautiful people. So, back to books. One Last Stop is a... 10 out of 5. Like, it's truly my favorite book I've ever read. It was absolutely wonderfully written. It was captivating. It was interesting. I loved it so much. I finished it in a day and a half. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. Along those same lines by the same author, Red, White, and Royal Blue, I was kind of hesitant. I hate to admit this. I judged the book off its cover. I thought it was going to be cheesier than it was because of, like, the graphics on the front, but it was wonderfully written. I literally cried, like, happy cried halfway through that book. It was fantastic. I only heard, like, a part of that. You had it, like, play, like, the audiobook playing for a second out loud, and the scene that I heard sounded really well written. I'm just, I'm not a huge reader, so I don't, I'm also a raging liberal. I'm not really knowing most of these. (laughs) I'm a raging liberal. So I love that this book takes place in a hypothetical 2020 without a pandemic, without Donald Trump in office, (laughs) and with a female um, president who has her kids, uh, children of an immigrant. Like, she's from Texas. Like, she's a liberal. Like, absolutely Mm -hmm. fantastic. It was so cute. Um, I just, I don't know. And then at the end, and this is, maybe I shouldn't spoil it. At the end... The election results, that's when I started crying. I was like, couldn't it be so wonderful if we came together, like, as, like... like that. Like, this hypothetical reality. And mm-hmm. it was written so well. It was paced really well. I almost feel like that one had... I would probably say the the writing and the storyline development felt more natural in that one than One Last Stop. But One Last Stop is definitely my favorite. So both of them get a 5 out of 5. 100% rating. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do your last one that you have real quick? Her Royal Highness? Yes, that one was so cute. I read that one in one day. It's called Her Royal Highness. Um, It was very cute. It's about this girl who ends up, she's from Texas. She ends up going to a boarding school in um, Scotland, I think. I think that's what you said. Yeah, in Scotland. (laughs) And she falls in love with the princess. And it is so cute. My only criticism, and it's not a real criticism, because it is a teenage novel. So the other two that I'm talking about um, are about adults. And so there are some sex scenes, which I love. However... There were none in Her Royal Highness, which is totally fine because I think it was written as, like, a young adult novel. But I do like a little bit of smut. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) So, yeah, those are my book recommendations. Um, But, yeah, I really love those. All right. Well, then let's jump into back to TV shows that we haven't talked about yet. Um, Starting with our favorite 
The L word. The L word. I have a love-hate relationship with the original L word. Yeah. Um, I have to remember when it was filmed mm-hmm. and take some of the problematic points for as progressive yeah. as they were for the time. They were, from when it was filmed, very progressive, but have not aged quite as no. well. But, like, you could tell that they Specifically had trans tried. representation. And I they definitely have fixed that. that in their Gen Q. Yeah, so, okay, this is really sweet. It actually made me cry. I cry really easy. It was when I found out that, um, and I am so sorry, I can't remember his name, but the Asian trans character in Mm -hmm. the new one said that he grew up and realized he was trans watching the original L Word. Watching Max. With Max. Yeah. And that made me sob. I was ugly crying, like, that whole episode. It was so cute. But it was cute that they were able to put him in with his story. Like, I feel like that was really cool. Absolutely, and I feel like that impact of that is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, but with the L word, I feel like there is a lot of nudity, so you gotta be ready for that. Yeah, um, I mean... Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna talk about one that's not on the list while I'm talking about this. Okay. So, Orange is the New Black. Technically, there is gay representation. I feel like it was there for the sex, in the movie. I don't feel like it was there as characters, as a lifestyle, as like a choice. But the L word, I think, does it wonderfully where it was the storyline I felt like was developed really well and the sex happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like the Orange is New Black did that a lot worse. Yeah, I could see that. So um, I love Generation Q. I loved it so much. I love, um, oh my goodness, Tina and Beth's daughter is so cute. Yeah. I love her. Her yeah. storyline is really fun. Um, yeah, but we, we hated one of the characters in the L word, mm-hmm. and it made it hard sometimes, too. And you I don't know. just tell, say who it is. We both hated Jenny. Oh, I think that so she badly. was so rude and so stupid, and, I mean, she I feel like she was, like, needed because they wanted that drama around, like, the end Ugh. of it, but, like... Okay, so I did Google spoilers. I almost considered stopping to watch the L word because I hated Jenny so much. Mm-hmm. I Googled spoilers and was so <laughs> waiting for the moment she wouldn't currently be in the new shows. And I didn't get that until Generation Q. And I think that's what was so nice. It felt like a sigh of relief to see everybody without Jenny. Yeah. Like, I, I get you need, like, drama in movies. But she was just a little bit more than I think was necessary. Yeah. Definitely. But other than that, I loved the representation. I loved the different, like, groups in, like, the L Word and Generation Q. I feel like they did a lot of good. I, I very much enjoyed it. I think I have to contextualize um, the original L Word, and mm-hmm. I have to understand why some of the things that come off as disrespectful... I have to kind of gloss over that. I have to put on my rose-tinted glasses to watch the original because it does come off as offensive in a lot of the scenes. However, um, I, especially around trans trans uh, women and trans men. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gen Q, I think, did a fantastic job. I feel like they really took that criticism to heart. And I and love that. To they listened yeah. to the gay community, I feel like. Yeah. but So with both of them combined, I would say I give it 4.5 to 5. Same. Same. And I think it's because it's highly enjoyable, and I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to move on to the next one? Sure. Okay, the um, next one is The Wild. Ooh, this one was crazy. Absolutely mm-hmm. nuts. I thought that it was fun because it was more, it wasn't, like, focusing on, like, a gay couple or no. anything, but there happened to be 
There's not like, gay as people much in it. gay storyline, but I do like that the characters, because of that, they just kind of naturally represent themselves in a very authentic way. Yeah. Most... I love the main characters being gay. I think that's really important. But it is kind of fun that, like, so, there's multiple main characters and some of them are gay. Yeah. It's, like, also, circled around, like, five girls. Yeah. That, and it's just very action-packed. It's Tiza loves this. She's really into action, I'm sci-fi. I'm so waiting for the second season, but it still yeah. hasn't come out. But However, so. I it's not that I don't enjoy that. It's not what I would typically pick, but I even enjoyed that, even yeah. though that's not my main form of like. I think favorite. it's because it, even though it was like action, it wasn't like graphic. It wasn't mm-hmm. gory. No. Like even if people I died, like there wasn't like movies. a lot of like weird around it. It, was it just... wasn't creepy or eerie. It was just mystery, and I liked that a lot. Yeah. So, with that one, I, I personally would give that one a 5 out of 5. I loved the idea of it. Four and a half, just because I'm so fetching mad that we started another movie, another TV I show know, that, that we have couldn't finish. Season. Yeah. I try really hard to They got not renewed, though, it. and they're coming soon. I have seen the trailer for the second one. It looks very interesting. I'm very excited for it. So. Yeah, I want to I talk about spoilers. I want to ask questions because I haven't seen that. Um, I won't, though. I'll hold back. Um, I definitely recommend The Wilds. I would say it's a four and a half just simply because I like more lighthearted content. I think they did perfect for what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I have no valid criticism. Yeah. But, all right, let's go to the next one. Legend of Korra. Yeah, I, I love this one. A lot of people that I talk to are not a fan of this because they really mm. liked the original no, Avatar. I'm going to make a caveat. The people who say that are people who don't like strong female characters, and they'll say that out loud. So they That's don't true. like it because they don't really like female stories that center around women. Yeah. So I personally love Legend of Korra because I think Aang is annoying. So I don't I know. I thought Aang was kind of, I love the original, but like Aang had his moments where I was just like, oh, okay. so like having adult characters in Legend yes. of Korra was really nice. And yes, Korra is kind of arrogant in the beginning, but that's how character development works. If you're going to have multiple seasons, you need to have growth. Yeah. And I watching liked... that growth was phenomenal. I love her. I did like, um, watching the original um with Aang when I was a kid as a yeah. kid I loved it it was like a really good kid show but for some reason Legend of Korra reads a little bit more um teenage like yeah. audience and I really liked that I do love that they pull some of the old characters back Definitely. into Legend of Korra I think that that's really fun for sure um, and I don't know I think that it was really well made but agreed I I really like like cartoony type it's very much up your alley, and we can segue into your favorite TV show of I all time. I know. I love it. Okay, wait, wait. so what? Before that, I have one more valid criticism of Legend of Korra. Okay. I love that there are gay characters. I hate that the show stopped getting renewed right as they came out. I don't think it was that they didn't get renewed. They just didn't have plans to make more. They have comics that continue into that, but like, I wish that they would have been able to continue the series, like the TV series. We're saying this into thing. that, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't think it was because they were canceled or anything. Oh, it was I'm just, not saying that. I didn't they say they it was because of like uh, social implications. That's just I where they finish. ended, which was kind of sad, but also great. So now, da-da. all right. So I this is a recent obsession of mine that I found on Netflix. It's called Arcane. Um, I heard that it was a video game before, so I'm not like one of those people that was like, I played this as like my whole life, so I just love the show. I just found the show and I just fell in love with it from that. Um, it is a little bit darker. It is car- 
I don't want to. It's animated. It's not. It's animated. It's I don't not, know what t- style it's not really. Anime. I believe. No. I googled it. It's not anime because it was made in America. It was yes. not Japanese or Asian. No. Um. But it's a little darker. But and it's not like there's like explicit like gay content in it. But it's it's like inferred. I think that. So what's hilarious is you say that, and I watched it the entire time through a lesbian lens. It felt very gay to me. I know. It feels very gay, so but some people argue that it's not. And I'm like, are okay. you serious? It's like, because nuh-uh. of the League of Legends like, bros who are like, I hate the gays, and they have to like it because they like League of Legends. Yeah. However, if they end up not being together, I will highly, highly criticize this TV show as queer For, like, queer baiting, Yeah. But I think that they are. There's, like, there's no a way scene that you where have. She's in the shower, like totally thinking nude, about her, thinking about the other girl. Like the, you don't do that if you're straight. The straights <laughs> like, would never. Just... I am going to criticize my same criticism. I would say every time I watch it. If she's a cop, why is she in a fucking skirt? It's because they didn't respect her. They didn't want her to be a cop. We don't need skirt cop girls. <laughs> I know, but none of the other ones had it. So it's not like they did every woman in that. They just didn't think that the rich girl should be a cop. So they put her in something that they she would wouldn't be able to go out in the field in and stuff okay so if i'll take you for that i'm still irritated about skirt cop i know i know you are but i thought it was beautifully made i loved the soundtrack i still listen to the soundtrack all the time i just am in love with the music and the cinematography and everything i don't mm-hmm. know can it be cinematography it's if style. it's okay because yeah. I, I know that it's like a filming thing i just want to make sure that i'm correct <laughs> so um i will say my criticism this is the main reason and please Don't stop listening if you like Star Wars. I'm not trying to be mean. This relates to Star Wars because they have the different species, like, of... And I can't understand it. I'm like, are they aliens? Are they other people? Are they, like, did we evolve from different types of life? Different species. But they're, like, humans. And then they also have pets. And I'm like, who is a pet and who is a person in these, like, sci-fi movies? I don't understand it. Yeah, but you you watch and see different things like that i just don't get why you can't connect it to this one but that's <laughs> fine time. it's fine it's my favorite so Isn't it doesn't like have to be yours too like sentient robots yeah okay I'm, i i have a hard time with that it creeps me the f out it's not like they're evil or something but how do you know okay yeah whatever <laughs> we're getting off topic but anyway well, you don't want to hear my thoughts no i love your thoughts it's just yeah but anyways arcane was great it was kind of dark. Lots of characters die for what seems like no reason to me. But... Oh, I loved the character building from those things, but... Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. I think I met too many characters too quickly, and Tiazza made the point, maybe they weren't sure if they'd be renewed for another season, so they kind of sped up the storyline mm-hmm. so that you could have the whole world building. I feel like I don't have as much of an imagination as Tiazza, and I feel like she can like lean into that creative part of her brain to watch media that you like have to kind of just like accept a lot of things as fact when you're listening to like world building. She's really good at that. I'm I'm not I I'm not as yeah into you sci-fi. you li- that's why you like the more hallmarky cheesy cute yes. things because it feels more real life. I like the things that feel different because yeah. I live my life not saying you don't live your life mm-hmm. but like you want to escape I want something that feels different than real and life. I want to project yeah and I'm not going to project on a sentient robot I don't believe in them okay they're like 0.1 percent of what that show is <laughs> but anyway it's a it's a really good show they did get renewed for a second I I 
five out of five. I would watch that like seven times over. I don't know why. I just You're loved it. You're probably about to start rewatching it now. Huh? I probably will You're go rewatch it, it again. <laughs> but anyway, we've spent enough time on this. I'll move on to a different one. Sure. Um, but I loved it. It has a new season coming. I'm very excited for it. So. Okay, so I think we should talk about the ones that I haven't seen. Again, I don't like dark uh, themes as much. So why don't you talk about the 100? Yes. So the 100, I. I absolutely loved. Again, it kind of has the same feel as Arcane, but with like real people, like real actors. Not, not that they're not real actors, but like real live, pe- action. live action. Thank you. Um, but I thought it was really good. It's a little dark, um, but I love the character building of it. It's kind of about the Back world back. after like this huge nuclear war broke out and like what life is like after. And there is some gay content in it it's not a lot but like the characters that do fall in love they do center a lot of like the back flashes and things on them and it's super cute and i love their story and is this girls or guys that are in love girls i didn't want to give it like two it's two women um but i didn't want to give like too much away because Okay, but I'm, I've never seen it. So I, I mean, there are a lot of characters. So, like, if I say it's two women, there are plenty that could have been. I thought that a lot more of them were gay, but uh, they weren't. But I'm glad that there was some representation in that because I thought it was really cool. Good, yeah. And I think I did try to watch this one. I Again, I have a hard time with, like, darker themes. And it's yeah. not... And the thing is, too, I guess I can gear up for, like, a one movie. I can, like, put myself in a mindset where I can watch it for, like, one movie. But, like, a TV show where I continuously come back to that, it kind of makes me anxious. Yeah, we're going to have to try and have you watch it again. Because you got halfway through the first episode and you were like, I don't like it. (laughs) Got me antsy. I had, like, a prickle in my brain. It is pretty anxiety-inducing. But, like, for me, that's a... Not a good thing, but, like, I love the anticipation of, like, what's happening and the world building. I love the world building and watching them, like, try and start the world again. And so I just love that there is some gayness that's involved in that. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about one more that I haven't seen for the same exact reasons, but let's add gore. I can't watch the gore show. Yes, okay, so the same thing is The Walking Dead. There is these last two. Is the original or the spinoff? The original. the original. I don't know head. if the spinoff has any gay Have characters. I love the main girl. Yeah, it's Fear the Walking Dead. I do like that one, and I love the main girl because she's actually the same character in the 100 that's gay, oh, which I actress. love. It's the same actress. Ooh, is she gay in real life? I actually or do she not like Shay know. Mitchell, because I think she's an honorary member. I know she's not <laughs> gay, but in my mind, Shay Mitchell plays such a convincing and empathetic and wonderful lesbian. Um, she's definitely an ally for sure. Yeah, in Pretty Little Liars, especially that was my first. That was my first ever like gay content I was ever exposed to in like mainstream media. Yeah. So shout out to Pretty Little Liars. I know. I that actually I think was my first one Ooh, too, which I love. And then Grey's Anatomy. We got to shout out Arizona. Yeah, uh, we do have so to, cute. really quickly, we'll just shout that out, but they, it's a very long season, oh, so. Oh, and hold on, um, they're the newest Grey's Anatomy has, again, someone I have a huge fat crush on, uh, the actor ER Fightmaster, I believe, um, I don't know their actual name of their character, but they are a fantastic, wonderful, amazing, mm, fantastic character, I love the representation of a non-binary character. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Anyways. <laughs> but anyway, back to what we... <laughs> off the segue. Um, so The Walking Dead and The 100 are 
fairly similar in their gay representation. There are gay characters. It's not really particularly about gay people, which mm-hmm. is fine for me that I kind of like it more because it just feels like it's just naturally happening, which I love. Um, it's not a whole lot. I do have to have, and this might be a spoiler, in both of them, I am very angry that in this type of movie, in this type of TV show, Dystopian. they keep killing off the gay characters. Like, they only survive for, like, a season, maybe, and then they're gone. Whereas every straight person gets to have their relationship grow, and they end up having babies, and, like, just, like, okay, so you're telling me that every one of you gets to survive, but the gay characters keep dying? So, I'm going to say, too, that's kind of what I like about Grey's Anatomy. I feel like it's equal in the distribution of which relationships work out and which don't. Yeah, I do like that, that. yeah. But... Um, other than that, they're very gory. They're dark. so yeah. Dystopian. They're a little darker. But Tia's a love. But song. I like that sort of thing in a TV show when it's not real life, and I know it's never gonna happen. Yes. So, okay, we should wrap up with probably one of my favorites, um, Atypical. I loved Atypical. Atypical was good so much. I think that that one felt just so natural. It felt very like inclusive. I really enjoyed. That, like, it wasn't the main character, and it was still a very valid part of the storyline. So yeah. I'm excited for that one. I think it's going to be renewed, too. And, like, watching the character development and the relationships, the relationship like, grow and mm-hmm. develop. They it was I think it was really well done, and I just liked all of the actors in there, and I feel like they did a very good job at... Yes, and again, I'm not trying to gloss over the fact that it was really good representation for people on the autism spectrum. Absolutely. I love that Atypical talked about that. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make this about the lesbian, like, sister. Or is she bi? I don't know. The sapphic sister. But (laughs) I do, I did love, love that part of it so much. Yeah. I mean, this is just, you know, we're just throwing out shows that have gay content. (laughs) We're not saying that it's all about them, but, like, that has that representation within the shows so we're not saying that it's only about her but like i think that that was a big part of that because i loved it it it's also about the brother navigating that and everything and it was really fun to watch so much i really did i loved it i think it was just heartwarming again oh you know what we didn't even mention the fosters we completely oh my gosh i can't believe we forgot the fosters Um, i love the fosters um Actually, this is really sweet. Um, it was probably, like, the first show that Tia's has showed me. We watched it all together. We binged it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never seen it before. I loved it so much. And now the spinoff show we're still watching um, with Callie and Mariana is yeah. so good. I yeah. love that one, too. I also love that the the moms are, and correct me if I'm wrong, anybody that's listening, I believe that they're together in real life. And I think that really? that is adorable. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had no idea. I'm pretty sure they started dating when mm. they started filming. And it was just, like... And then they were just together. And I was like, this is so that cute. That is so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. So and I, I could be it. wrong, but from what I saw, that's what I'm – I'm pretty sure that's and what it was. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like that one was really good. I enjoyed it. I like the spinoff show even more, actually. Like, I feel like it's probably Oh, yeah, they've got a lot watch. of good of, like, inclusion, inclusion, inclusion and mm-hmm. Inclusivity. Um, I think that's probably the first time I've ever seen a bi man on TV. Yeah, actually, I, I haven't seen a lot of bi men in shows. Lately. I love it. So that was wonderful, and it felt really effortless. I like the body positivity in the new one, too. That yeah. really resonates with me. I feel like they did a good job on that. Oh, but. yeah. So, I don't know. I hope that this long rambling of uh, our opinions is helpful. I feel like um, everybody's going to have a different worldview and perspective. So I think especially, like as members of the gay community and also of the ex-religious community, it's kind of like 
we're gonna watch things through a different lens you know yeah so take all of our like opinions with a grain of salt but like I'd also That's love to hear your guys' opinions. Like, if somebody feels so differently, email us. I would love to. It's at lesdothispodcast at gmail.com. Um, I have it in our bio, too. But I'd love to hear more recommendations. So I Or do... if you want to hear more of this, yes. you could recommend one of us t- one to watch, and we'll watch it and maybe do it in a later episode. I would love that. And I do want to rec- acknowledge that, uh, what is it called? Called Heart something heart stopper we know that one just came out we want to watch it it was on our list to do all week but tiaza just graduated college so we did not have time we were a little busy (laughs) yeah so tiaza graduated we've been in in, one of us has been in school the entire time we've been together so i'm so excited for us to just be out of school together for a minute we're done so nice for now so congrats tiaza um but we will watch heart stopper i've heard it's fantastic i know i just need to be like ready to just be fully involved in that movie yeah but, uh, yeah, I think that should, we should probably wrap that up. Yeah, yeah, completely. So, again, send us any recommendations, and thanks for listening to us ramble. Yeah. All we'll right. See you next we'll week. see you next time. <laughs>